just how powerful is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It can do amazing things. Let's find out together on Creation Anew. Alrighty guys, we're back. We're continuing to talk about the gospel, and we find ourselves in Galatians chapter 1, verse 10, and we're going to go all the way to verse 24 of Galatians chapter 1. Paul says, For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God, or am I striving to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. For I would have you know, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former manner of life in Judaism, how I used to persecute the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries among my countrymen, being more extremely zealous for my ancestral traditions. But when God, who had set me apart even from my mother's womb and called me through his grace, was pleased to reveal his Son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went away to Arabia and returned once more to Damascus. Then three years later I went up to Jerusalem to become acquainted with Cephas and stayed with him fifteen days. But I did not see any other of the apostles except James, the Lord's brother. Now in what I am writing to you, I assure you before God that I am not lying. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia. I was still unknown by sight to the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. But only they kept hearing, He who once persecuted us is now preaching the faith which he once tried to destroy. And they were glorifying God because of me. All right, well, let's go through this here. Starting at verse 10, Paul is talking about the gospel, and he brings out something. And that something about the gospel, because we're talking about the true gospel of Jesus Christ. The true gospel of Jesus Christ is a story, and, and, and I, I use the word story loosely because, you know, that sounds like it's something that's made up. It's not. It's truth. But the gospel of Jesus Christ is a message that pacifies God, not man. Uh, another word you could think of there is pleases God. It's a message it's a message that pleases God or pacifies God, not man. You see, mankind for the most part is not going to be pleased with the gospel message. That was one of the reasons why the Galatian churches were suffering. Because people heard the gospel, they didn't like it, and they distorted it, and then tried to attack the, the churches in Galatia with a different gospel. The gospel of Jesus Christ gets, gets distorted because it doesn't jive or flow with man's heart and mind. 
You see, man wants to try to do something in order to please God. But there is nothing we can do. And the gospel of Jesus Christ says, it's not man that pleases God, it's Jesus that pleases God. So, the gospel of Jesus Christ is a message that pacifies God, not man. Now, the second thing here about the gospel of Jesus Christ is found in verses 11 and 12, where Paul is saying that, he says that uh, um, the gospel which was preached by him, that the Galatians heard, is not according to man. And he said, I didn't receive it from man, nor did I, was it taught to me by man, but I received it through revelation of Jesus Christ. Well, the gospel pacifies God because it's a message from God. Paul says, I gave you what God gave me. God gave me the gospel, I give it to you. And we have to be careful when we are giving the gospel to people that we stick with the gospel as it is in Scripture. Not what we think it is or not what we want it to be, but as it is in Scripture, which is a message where God redeems man because man rebelled. Man can't do anything to redeem himself. God does it fully through Jesus Christ. And to receive that redemption, man just simply depends upon Christ for the salvation of his soul. That's a message that comes from God. If you had a message that came from man, it would be, it would be something to the effect that man somehow overcame his sinful tendencies and, and, and did enough works to please God. But that's not the truth. In 2 Timothy 3.16, we read this, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. The, the gospel is inspired. And what I mean by inspired is it's God's breath. It's God's message to man. It has nothing to do with being um, with originating from mankind. It originates from God. Now the other things, uh, the other thing about the gospel that I want you to know is that the gospel is very powerful. And it's powerful enough to change people. Listen to what Paul says in verses 13 through 24. Now I'm not going to read this again, but I'm going to go over it. Paul says, first of all, that he, he was a star in Judaism. And he was persecuting the church of God. You can see that in the book of Acts, where Paul did that. And he said, I persecuted the church beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And that's true, he did. And he, like I said, he was a star in Judaism. He was advancing. He was doing very well. He was very zealous for the traditions of the Jews. He was a Pharisee's Pharisee, in other words. He was, he was right on track. But then God got a hold of Paul. And it, Paul says, he, God set him apart that he might declare or preach 
Christ among the, the Gentiles. You see, the gospel changes people. And if you think about Paul on the, the road to Damascus, and he encounters Jesus Christ, and he goes from being a persecutor of the church to eventually being a martyr of a church, giving up his life for Jesus Christ. That's a powerful, powerful testimony to the change that is wrought by Jesus Christ. Paul goes on and he says that he didn't immediately go back to Jerusalem. Whenever he got saved, he went away, he learned, he grew, and eventually did come back to Jerusalem where he says that he saw Cephas, that's just another name for the Apostle Peter, and stayed with him uh, 15 days. And then he saw James, the Lord's brother. And then he eventually went off and did his own ministry. So Paul was changed. And other people noticed that he was changed as well. Galatians 1, 23, and 24 says, I was still unknown by sight to the churches in Judea. Judea would be the area, the area of Jerusalem. And he said, They were only hearing about me that he who once persecuted us is now preaching the faith which he once tried to destroy, and they were glorifying God because of me. You see, guys, the gospel pacifies man because it's, it's God... I keep saying that wrong. Let me say that one more time. The gospel pacifies God, not man, because it's God's story. It originates from God. And because it originates from God, it changes people. The Apostle Paul went from a persecutor to the, of the church to a, a, a servant of the church, a servant of Jesus Christ. And we see at the end of our text here that other people, the other churches in Judea were hearing about this, even though Paul was away right after he got saved, they, they were hearing about things and they heard that Paul had changed and they were glorifying God because of that. Three things about the gospel. The gospel pacifies God. It pleases God. It doesn't please man. It comes from God. And it's a message that changes people. The church should hear that. We need to hear that today, right? Because we try to give other things, all kinds of stuff, to people to attract them to church or attract them to, to Jesus Christ. And guys, the only thing that we can really give that attracts people to Jesus Christ is the gospel. So let me ask a question. Are you ready to live out this gospel? Are you ready to live out the gospel and proclaim the gospel even though it may be unpopular? Even though it's a story that's that goes against the grain of humanity. It's offensive to humanity because it tells us who we really are, that we are sinners. But guys, the only hopeful message of the world or for the world is the gospel. It's the only thing that's going to give hope to people. Are you ready to live it out? 
Well, that's all I've got for today, guys. Thank you for listening. I appreciate the time, and I hope that these, um, these uh, studies are good and helpful to you. If you want to communicate with me, you can do that. My email address is randy at creationanew.com. You can go to our website, which is creationanew.com. You can support us, first of all, by praying. Second of all, by telling others about this ministry. And thirdly, if you want to give monetarily, you can do that. Make sure that you're taking care of your family and you're taking care of your home church first. All right, guys. Until next time, bye-bye.